Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Today, we have Daniel Everett with us. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Jess. Thanks for having me. No worries. Okay, so if you're at a barbecue, you don't know anyone. How are you introducing yourself? Okay, um, my name is Dan Everett, um, and as for uh, for my business, I help help landowners through the through the process of property development. Uh, that's in the sim- most simplest format. Yeah, didn't you just have a baby as well? You wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't be mentioning that. Oh well, yeah, well, th- th- that's probably the most exciting thing that's happening. The most exciting thing that's happening in my life <laughs> right now is uh, is my little one. So yeah. We- Four months at the moment, just uh, introducing her to uh, daycare. Had the first day this week, so um, oh so yeah, that's a joy in my life. Okay, and so you're also the one of the owners. I, I assume your partner Caitlin is also owner in Everett Property Development. Yes, so Pro- Everett am I saying Property that right? Development Management. That's management, the um, I, I yeah. fell off the manager. Yeah, that's part. the that's the business. Um, that's the business I run. Yeah. Yeah, and then you also have started something called Property Feed. Can you tell us a little bit yes. about that? Yeah, so Property Feed. So Everett Property Development Management is is the business that helps clients with the process of uh, property development. Property Feed is an event. Um, it's a an event that's established for property development in southeast Queensland. It's and it's for people involved in the industry to get together and um, you know have a good time. There's a bit of educational content that's provided on the night and we have two sources of information. It's really an in-person event, which has been quite difficult during the <laughs> um, uh, first part of 2020 when we've been going through coronavirus. So we, uh, we decided to um, pivot towards webinars and offering some free webinars with some good content um, over, the, over the period that we've been lately. Okay. But you are going back to in-person events? Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely we'll be doing in-person events. We got our first one actually for 2020 at the end of this month at Darling and Co. So, um, yeah, we'll straight back onto it now. Some big events, and we'll we'll be reaching about a hundred people in a room, um, for this event at the end of the month. Amazing! I'm sure a lot of people are keen to get to that event um, after the year that we've had. So, when yeah. did you actually start Property Feed? Because it's you know what year? How long ago was it? Yeah, property feed was probably I don't know, maybe three years ago now, maybe maybe a bit more. It was quite informal mm-hmm. to start with, where um, you know people in a, in sort of similar disciplines are getting together, catching up. I think I think we were having a few dinners um, quite a while ago in West End, Jess, and they were really <laughs> the foundation days for for you know property feed what what it is today. Um, yes, it got a bit more difficult and challenging to to get. A uh, hundred people in a room, but it started off with ten people, so that was really quite easy. Um, and we just let it grow and grow, and and just um, made sure we were there supporting the event every month, making it happen, making sure we got the right venue and the right people coming together, and 
and now it's really grown to something that's yeah it's it's like that that point at the end of the month or every two months that i'm really looking forward to letting my hair down having a few drinks catching up with colleagues no it's it's truly amazing and inspiring what you've built in such a short amount of time as you say you did start off with just you know a couple of people around a table informally talking about the industry and what they're doing in their day-to-day um to now you know it's a pretty formal event um it's got a lot of structure Mm. to it and yeah Yeah. most people would know your name and know the property feed name yeah no thank you thank you congratulations on that yeah, a lot of hard you. work, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's good fun. You know, you got to give back, and you know, it's uh, I love going to those events as well. They're just so much fun. No, so, and I think it it shows in the event. Um, it it comes across. So let's mm. get back to your project management. Can you yeah, tell sure. us exactly what project managers do? Yeah, sure. So I guess let's let's untangle that word that is used. <laughs> It's used throughout industry in construction. It's used. It's used in all industries, but in construction, in property development, project management is usually broken up into probably let's say three things, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I term development management, um, project management, and superintending. And you can you can kind of break that property project management field up into those three, and sometimes even a fourth as an acquisitions management. Um, and it's essentially the person that's seeing the process from uh, what can I do on this site? I may or may not own it already, through to getting registered titles on the site, um, and then even even further um, uh, seeing through defects liability period, which is generally the 12 months after practical completion when a build is finished. Um, And it's also seeing through settlement process as well. So, you know, there's quite a lot involved there. The superintendent is usually the person that's um, administering the construction contract. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if a a, um, construction contractor is saying, you owe me a million dollars for March 2020 uh, worth of work, uh, the superintendent will be the guy that says yes or no. Um, or no, you're claiming too much. You're, we're actually due this amount, or, mm-hmm. and also processes any changes like variations and time requests. Um, project management is more so pulling the strings um, in terms of making sure the consultants are coordinating, um, meeting timeframes, keeping on track a scope. You know, making sure there's no scope creep, and we're not you know over designing certain components. Making sure the budget is like. What we're doing is within budget, within time, and the quality is is met. The development management side of it is more so. That's the more creative, entrepreneurial. That's the guy or, or girl putting together the business case. So, what can we do on the site? Um, how how many you know things, units, or GFA if it's commercial or net level area? You know, what can we do? How can we do it? What's the best time frame? What's the best way to finance this development? What's the best sales and marketing strategy to actually see this through and maybe leasing? So it gets it gets a bit more um, broader picture creative. And, and once the development manager sort of created that framework, which you could probably say the business case is quite solidified once you've got a development approval, for example, then it's more so um, project management style where you're actually seeing and coordinating a business plan that's already been established. Mm-hmm. 
So would you say <laughs> that there's like, yeah, no, like there's obviously a lot of information in that and I'm trying to piece it together and, um, you know, how could we make it even more simple? Like what is the difference between what you do and a developer? Like it sounds yeah, to me sure. like you are a developer, but you're just not bankrolling it. Is that, um, would you say it's like that? Yeah, pretty much. So developers, are property developers are, they're your client and uh, in a tame planning capacity and they're my client in a superintendent or project management, development management, whatever you call it, that start type of capacity. Um, and I typically am the, uh, the project manager can also act as the owner's agent um, or mm-hmm. the principal's agent throughout the process. So um, uh, a lot of the times when I work with um, developers, I'm generally their only point of in- interface throughout the duration of the whole project and generally they would only be brought in for um issues or disputes or you know mm. s- something's happening during construction and it's a large variation that needs to be discussed but otherwise you're you're essentially representing that client throughout throughout the process of property development and who would be your sort of client are they are these developers people who maybe haven't done development before? Are they people who have done 10 projects before and now just don't want to deal with the day-to-day? They understand it, but they don't want to deal with the consultants who would be, you know, your ideal or normal client. Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Like uh, uh, I'll say 20 years time from now, I'll be employing development managers to run my projects for me. So, you know, say for example, I progress, I progress and I want to invest my money into development. I'll be using... um, firms like myself to run my developments for me because I'll be focusing on my business uh, uh, separately. So I think it's, it's two instances. It's people that are, you know, that are not developers that are run other businesses and they wish to undertake development and they've, you know, they've maybe got held a couple of parcels of land for a long time and all of a sudden there's a zoning change and, and now it's a great opportunity to develop. Um, and if that, if that landowner has the capacity to develop, when I say capacity, it's generally finance, financial capacity to develop it, then you, you, plug, you plug a project manager like, like myself with Everett in and we can, we're that solution to help them. Um, the, the, the only other solution is to sell it to a developer to come in and buy it and develop it. Uh, so really it's you know, experienced people that um, uh, just need time resource help, help with time. Because, uh, you know, one person can only do so much. So I often get um, quite experienced developers and I just plug in, help them with their, their Queensland portfolio, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually quite common for me is that I'll work with um, Victorian and New South Wales-based developers. Um, they're, they're running their projects in New South Wales and Victoria, but I would help them with their Queensland portfolio. Um, okay. You know, we, so they we, might see a market here and then you're kind of just running it for them. They've identified yeah, like a yeah. business case. Have they already identified a business case up here or do they? Um, well, s- sometimes it's just deploying capital into Queensland and divers- mm-hmm. diversifying outside of other states. Um, okay. You know, other times it's just having, you know, zoning changes and that land um, is now, for example, I got one um, client that I'm doing an EDQ DA on um, mm-hmm. and it's a pri- it's all of a sudden a priority development area. It's a great opportunity to do something on that block of land now so um but yeah f- people that are venturing into it for a first time and also um people that are too busy to really 
you know, untangle the ropes and, and go yeah. through the process themselves. It's a great opportunity to just, you know, grab professionals and run with it. Yeah. What do you say to someone like quite often we get clients, wall range of clients who maybe just, you know, they, as you say, are sitting on a block of land, they find out that they can subdivide it. And mm. do you suggest going to a professional project manager for that? Or do you think people can do it themselves? I kind of see a range of outcomes from that, but what are the benefits of yeah. using an actual project manager? Yeah, yeah, true. So I guess if you want to develop something, it's, um, I generally say, what's your outcome? Is this a, are you trying to make profit out of this or are you doing it for educational purposes to learn how to be a developer? They're two very different things. Mm -hmm. um, if someone's doing it for purpose of, um, you know, investment, it's, it's, a, it's a business, you know, every development, whether it's a renovation or, or a, uh, or a sub uh, one into two through to large developments, they're all, um, they're all businesses. You know, you create an entity, you run the development. It's got its own accounting and tax purposes for seeing through that um, business. So that, that's how I, I look at it. If someone's looking at, at a project in that way, um, you know, we can plug in and help them. But if if you really want to jump in there, learn how to be a developer, and you know, you want to roll up your sleeves and learn the trade, then um, you know, I mean, maybe a project manager won't be a good fit maybe there's educational providers out there that can mm -hmm. um you know jump in and hold their hand through the journey in a in more of an educational role so just depends on what what people want out of being in you know out of developing yeah you're definitely very passionate about your industry and your career path what is the best part about it uh the probably the best part is um being able to directly influence and help people on the journey that on a journey that's really complex and uh forever changing we'll have a conversation in in a couple of months and there'll be ten planning changes and regulation changes and it's a difficult Fun. process to navigate <laughs> so i just love being able to help people navigate that journey and then help them make money as well help their family and then go on to the next one it's it there's nothing better than going through the journey of helping someone with a subdivision, for example, and then they and then you're helping them on the next side as well. And that's just like that's so rewarding. No, that's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and what is what's your dream project? If somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, you can do this day," what would actually make you so stoked? Yeah, dream project, something that oh, probably Be I can. Um, yeah, yeah, dream pro something. Where is it? Use. Where's it located? So I've been involved with um uh some Brisbane mixed use projects in other businesses, um like billion dollar tier projects, and mm -hmm. they were just incredible. You can't work on too many of those in your lifetime, but there's I really want to be involved. I've got one neighborhood style, but neighborhood style mixed use um developments. Are really quite passionate because I think they add a lot of value to uh, neighborhoods and communities, and um, and the, yeah, they're real flagship projects. They don't mm -hmm. take ten years like a uh, a billion dollar city project takes. They're a lot less. So um, yeah, I r I'd love to do a, a multi stage neighborhood development. Awesome. Okay, so if people want to get in contact with you, where is the best place they can find? You. Yeah, sure. So 
Anything to do with project management or uh, really daneverett.com.au, um, which is E-V-E-R-E-T-T.com.au. Anything regarding events, property development events um, for Queensland, Southeast Queensland, that's propertyfeed.com.au. Perfect. Any last parting words? Uh, I guess for a lot of your listeners, we're, we're in the construction industry, so I just think, um, you know, what you're doing with your webinars and, and the time planning service you're offering, um, helping clients on the journey as well. Like we, we, we've got a few projects that we're working on and I think it's great. Like it, yeah. just providing this content to help people is so good. So great work, Jess. <laughs> I think so and I hope so. And I was not expecting any praise, but I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, Thanks, no, Dan. Definitely. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes, or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.